watching Tottenham on a Tuesday night. You play Thursday because you're. What a feat. Hello and welcome to What a Night, part of the Nights Min Podcast Network, talking all things Tottenham Hotspur. Join me for the first time in around a month. Jude Summerfield. Hello, sunshine. We're back. We are back. It's nice to be back in the office. Here we are. Yeah, I haven't seen you in weeks, um, actually. I know. I think um, oh, we can go over this later, but I think I last saw you at the Christmas party. <laughs> I was thinking this as yeah. well, the night that uh, Spurs lost to West Ham, which feels like an age ago now. Oh, yeah. I do. Yeah, that is. Um, that really is a long time ago, actually. What night that was, by the way. How many way? games have there been since then? There's been five games since mm. then. And things have been generally a lot better. Yeah. Um, since that night, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it, was look, it was looking quite over uh, when we were get. I was getting in the cab, and I asked again, "Did we lose?" <laughs> but, yeah. Been a bit better. Yeah, it's been better since then. So. I do remember that. Yeah, we did, unfortunately. But let's not worry about that. Just Don't need to worry about that for now. Four wins from last five. Twelve points from fifteen. Yeah, that's quick maths. Quick maths. Yeah, very good maths. And um, to be honest, like. That's a pretty good return, mm. considering people's limbs are falling off and, uh, you know, hamstrings are being torn and yeah. heads are being decapitated all over the place. Yeah, it was a pretty hellish November, but it was tough. Time. It was a tough November. There was no, there were no wins at all in November, were there? No, nope. only three games, but three games, um, three losses. We've yeah, December was um, pretty, pretty positive. Yeah. I'd say all in all, come through a big old. Yeah, um, heavy schedule, doing quite well. I mean, where do you where do you want to start? That's the thing. Do you want to start a most recent or? Uh, yeah, let's start, let's start with the Bournemouth. Let's start Bournemouth. with the Bournemouth. I think we could do Bournemouth and Everton games as a pair because I think they were quite similar in how how they really really went. Spurs started really fast in both of them. Um, the Everton game got into a two goal lead rather than just the one goal lead, and that was quite noticeable from the different mm. the games before, where Spurs at least had the the ability to lean on that. As the game went on, and Everton really made it difficult down the stretch, and then obviously Dan Juma hits the bar and it bounces off Vicario's thigh and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, real scare at the end, but I think overall good value for the Wings. I just thought the, the first 25 30 minutes were among the best 25 30 minute periods of the season. Mm. Um, and then the Bournemouth game started well again, but then I think I was really impressed with how Bournemouth played. I thought that they press Spurs very well they wanted they got the ball into the areas that they really wanted but ultimately just couldn't come up with the right kind of chances you know they have Solanke who I believe is the joint second top scorer in the league alongside Son now he was getting involved a lot he was making life very difficult for Ben Davis and Emerson Royale but just didn't have his shooting boots on was quite limited with the chances that they did make and Spurs kind of they looked tired in the first half I thought but then the second half they just had the second wind and then just managed out like our last Bournemouth really so it's quite promising it's the way to go about it I suppose mm. um, yeah it's good good that they took their chances if, um, if they because it, it looked like I was looking at Twitter and all that sort of stuff I couldn't watch because you, you were watching the Arsenal match yeah <laughs> yeah well I mean like that was fab to be honest oh, yeah. I mean that was a great New Year's Eve it was a great six point a day yeah it was, it was absolutely wonderful you know um, come full time it was you know, all lonely at the top versus patched up injury FC, and there's only one point between them, so that's that's nice. Um, but but yeah, it's, it's a bit of a shame about Sar getting the knock after after scoring. But um, yeah, maybe just that they, they, they can't quite sustain the the high the high level energy at the moment, just because there's so few options around the place. So yeah, maybe they get into a, I don't know 
what what was good about that Bournemouth game, I suppose, is that they got an early lead, sort of checked Bournemouth a little bit, and um, but yeah, from 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 the chances that I've seen, like uh, Solanke had a really good header that he just scuffed into the ground. Um, but, yeah, uh, yeah, you were the, the man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you were the man there, though. I mean, you and I do remember on the Slack you were going like, I have no idea how well, players <laughs> haven't, haven't conceded yet. Yeah, it was more. It wasn't necessarily that Bournemouth were creating a boatload of chances. It was more that they just. I felt they had the kind of territorial advantage of the game, and as you said there, um, I thought physically a little bit better. I thought they were a bit sharper. Um, I think I think they had, had a couple of days more rest than Spurs, and obviously we have all these injuries, so. The squad's a bit stretched, it is. Um, and it did make me think about... There was a lot of talk before the start of the season about how there's this need for patience with Ange Postacoglu because it takes his teams a year to get used to his methods. I now think that that is more a physical thing than a technical thing. I think we know the players that either have it or don't have it to play mm. the way that Spurs want to play. Physically, this kind of thing happened in his first season at Celtic. There were a lot of muscle injuries. There were a lot of players out for extended periods. But the time got to the second season, that all cleared up and it seemed like everyone was just a bit fitter and that gain really helped them win the treble in the end. And they mm. went, I think they lost most of the Champions League games, but they at least put up a fight. So I, I think that that's what Spurs really got to look forward to next year, a more f- a fitter team really, rather than one that, I don't, I don't think that the likes of Emerson Royale are going to be here long term, for example, because I don't, I don't yeah. think that he can play. He can kind of like do Filling a fullback, I guess, but I don't think. I think once I hope we never see a centre back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think once they start adding the requisite yes. levels of depth, I think a fair few players are going to be looking uh, looking elsewhere for uh, for moves and that. Which is, I suppose, that's the way to go about it, isn't it? Really, you've got players at the moment who are sort of coming in and filling gaps, but they're not they're not really natural replacements for for the roles that they're yeah they're filling. And I suppose so. The, the level is um, is not as high as, as what it would be as like a starting eleven. Yeah, yeah. Like so, you've got, so um, yeah. So, I mean, like even now, I mean, midfield is still. I think it's still quite a fluid area because I mean, like I know Saar got injured, but there was somehow a Bentancur in there, mm. and Lacelso was in there and playing well. So it was all it was all fluid and like uh, pretty similar to what we've what we've seen all all year so far. Like compared to what we we might get if if Skip were in there with Hoybier, I suppose. Oh, well, yeah. I think one of the big differences as well is, I think in the Bournemouth and Brighton games, you can see the real difference of when Hoybier has to start versus when he comes in. I think when he's come into games this season, I think he's been really, really good. But I he think as a start, I don't think he's been anywhere near as good. He played a role in the uh, in the in the in the song goal, I think, against Bournemouth, where um, I think he tries to uh, yeah, drive yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah. He actually plays the forward ball, doesn't he? I know he doesn't play the pass in the end because it's Lo Celso but he, uh, he actually shows that that drive when when the when the chance mm. came it's just yeah he's um, if, if, you're, if you're playing a team like Brighton and you're already up against it and they're just they've got, they have all the momentum and you have a midfielder and he, yeah and sort of just I know isn't putting a stamp on the game at all isn't really physical enough to do so then you're at a bit of a disadvantage yeah even if it is Hammers Milner <laughs> We cannot compete with his pace. <laughs> I know he's too strong. He's How are we going to get around him? His tactical know-how is just far I don't too know much. What to do? Yeah, that was yeah, that was a wild one. Um, but I, I think that was just that was just a game where absentees just got exploited and against a good. And, yeah, and Brighton just had one of those days where they they finished everything, got a few pens and chalk it up. To yeah, whatever, let's, really. let's quickly go to the Brighton game because even at four 0 four 0 is not. 
It's not great. No, it wasn't it's not a great, great look. Uh, I'd rather not lose 4 0. Um, yeah, me but too. But even then, but even at 4 0, I thought the performance was all right. I think. I actually think the kind of the chances that were created were quite even. I don't know. Ryan had a couple of times where they were running in behind Vicario, but I thought Spurs's there was little moments where it was like a Johnson cross just misses Richards and stuff like that. It was quite. Yeah. Spurs weren't getting hammered. Um, it wasn't like being outplayed and they, no, they didn't no. turn up and just couldn't no. get a shot on. It wasn't like that. It was more like just the, the little bit, the final ball, the little touches, do release ball quick yeah. enough, stuff like that. It was. I just got punched at like the wrong yeah. moments in the game. Yeah, unfortunately. And I was saying throughout, I tweeted at the time. I was just like, I, I just can't get too angry at Tottenham this season because I think we all agreed at the start this is going to take time. This is quite, um, this is going to be a long term thing. We're basically we're completely reinventing the wheel that Spurs have had for the last four years. Mm. It's gonna you're going to have games like this as much as. People say, oh, this is terrible. This is the, the hyperbolic stuff like this is war crime, terrorism, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's, just, it's just like sometimes, sometimes, ways, sometimes it's going to happen. Like, yeah. it, football can be quite random sometimes. Sometimes you're going to have games where you, like this. You're like, you remember if, even Potch's first season? There were games oh, yeah, like the very peak. It was beating Champions Elect Chelsea 5 3, and it probably could have been more, and the, it shouldn't have been that close. You had games like um, they lost to West Brom at home. Yeah, lost to West Brom at home. Then a week later, went to Arsenal and got a really good draw, and maybe could have even got the win. It's like, and then towards the end of the season, there was I think it was like we lost three 0 at Stoke or something, and Uh, the fans were chanting "We're fucking shit." Mm. It's like that's just going to happen in the first season when you're doing this. It's it's so random sometimes. It's not going to be oh how come this happened then, but this happened then. How can we beat X but we didn't beat Y or Z? Like it's just. That's just how it's going to be, and I don't. I just don't want to get embroiled in that because it's just not enjoyable. You've seen a lot of people getting upset about the Brighton game. I, I saw a lot more people than I thought I would. I thought because I, th- I generally did think before, like it's almost it's not quite a free hit season, obviously, but I thought there was an acceptance that this is going to be a struggle. Eve, factor of the injuries for God's sake. You see the look of that lineup. Yeah, yeah. Brian and Mr. Davis playing as centre back, and Hoyberg's in the six. It's like I got no wonder the Spurs <laughs> can't get the ball at the pitch. Like, what do you want them to do? They did all right in the end, but like, uh, I don't know, it's, it's bang in the middle of a really heavy schedule. Yeah. When they've got a load of injuries, I think. Um, and Spurs nearly came back anyway. Yeah. They, yeah. they, they hit the poster uh, yeah. towards the Could have had a pen well. maybe yeah, on another day. Just Duncan might have got sent off on another day, and that might have completely changed the last yeah, 10 minutes. Good Lord, that was a tasty challenge, wasn't it? No ankles left on Dan. I don't like those ones being red cards, but it's just the precedent they've set. Yeah. So. Yeah, so gimme, gimme, gimme. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's probably Kudusevsky's worst game all season. Yeah, but yeah, he had a bit of a bit of an absentee one. But then again, he was still sort of someone who I thought might be able to drag exactly, him back he was still into doing things, still yeah. doing stuff. He was getting getting uh, it's just, chances here. And it's there. just a complete difference with last season, where not a single player last season, apart from maybe Kane, who was obviously the world class striker, was overperforming. Mm-hmm. Everyone else was underperforming. Now it's like, okay, even like, Valiz came off the bench and scored. Yeah, so happy. A scruffy one. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. It was it was wonderful. But you know what? If we're if we're going down this road, then um, just have to stick to it and keep yeah. on marching down. There's no point in changing. I'm trying to build something. Here, yeah, exactly. Says. If you want to, um, if you want to get those players fully invested, then you've got to you've got to stick to I your guns. Was, I thought times, that was more of like even at four 0 I'm still doing the same stuff. I thought that was really notable, and it, it comes back. I don't know how many times I've mentioned this pod now that 
um, this book that I read last year about Andrew's time at Celtic it was like I think they got hammered in the Europa League or something but all the players came out after and were just like we believe in this mm-hmm. and you can see the belief in the Spurs players yeah I think that's a, it's the number one factor for me going forward that everyone seems to have bought in yeah and there was a really good interview with uh, Giovanni Celso in the matchday programme it's Bournemouth I think Football London have fully transcribed it it's really because usually like matchday programme interviews they're not a lot Mm-hmm. Is and for the most part it's lip service but I thought the way that the Celso talked about kind of intricacies about how Postacoglu has made him feel important and he, he wants to stay and he does want to fight for his place I think there's there is something here in this culture now that just wasn't there before yeah and to players who who, who, who can stick around and continue to make an impact I think we were sort of a little bit on the fence maybe earlier in the season just because you really, didn't really know yeah. how it would all turn out but he's definitely a player who can who can stick around and help. And you know what? Just having that that squad mentality where everyone's in it and yeah. it feels like they can come in and contribute. Um, I, I, yeah, good things are in the post. So a little loss, a little loss here. <laughs> you said there. you said that last time you said that. I think I'm saying it on the run of like three straight losses or whatever it was. So. Yeah, I don't feel great about you saying that again. So. <laughs> Bad things are in the post. <laughs> I suppose exactly. Yeah. But, you know, I had, I had to take a, a few verbal beatdowns from some Brighton fans down south. It is what it is, mate. It is what it is. Might. I didn't, yeah, what, I didn't feel too What position are they? Ninth? Below Man United? Oh, God. Yeah, awful. yeah. It's a pretty terrible. Awful. <laughs> Just terrible. I think Stay they were on, to you. Yeah, I think they were on quite a bad run before they... Oh, no, they were doing okay. Quite a mixed run. It's picked up a little bit. Fine, yeah. It was fine. But um, yeah, I don't think Spurs need to worry about that loss. Yes. Particularly. Uh, now only one point behind Arsenal. Yeah. Until Liverpool's win on Monday night, uh, we're only three points off the top. And Postacoglu made a point to say that in his post match interview. He was like, only, only one point off the top four. He's like, only three, hmm. off, the t- only three off first place. And it, from the stuff that I've heard and we've talked about, it does sound like he's quite annoyed about the way the season's gone in terms of the injuries because I think there was a belief that I certainly believe. That Spurs are strongest eleven would walk to top four this season. The problem is the depth, but mm. but this is still above expectation anyway. So it's hard to get too annoyed. But when you're someone like Postecoglou, who made a big point like he doesn't want to be known for the style of football, he wants to be known for the winning. Mm-hmm. That was like really important to him. You're going to get angry if you there is an opportunity to go for the title and something derails it. And the injury like this season has been a joke, but. Well, yeah, at least it's, um, I think it's quite a, quite a nice thing that he sort of mm. almost um, just sort of identified the chance and maybe maybe another year, if, they, if it was only like a point or something, they get yeah. really heavy in the, in the, in the window. Um, but I mean, like if you're going off the first month or two of results, you can see it was just, it, it was like win after win and like a draw here and there. That's, that is like good title. There, was so, there were so many good results that I, I literally sat down the other day and just thought about it like, the United win was really good. Um, the Burnley 5-2, I think, was a real kind of belief that, wow, we can actually put any number past anyone. Mm. The Sheffield United game, obviously. Later comeback in Premier League, great day out. Arsenal draw, massive, massive result. Liverpool win a week later again in the 95th minute. Just like that whole period was just like, what the hell? Yeah, it was good, it was good vibes. It was very good vibes. Yeah. It just came crashing down quite um, abruptly. Quite abruptly and just brought us all back down to reality. 
Um, it, but it's not yeah. it's not too long now until we get a load of players back. Hopefully. Well, yeah, it, it reminds me a little. Even bit. though a fair yeah. few are going. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God give God take it away. It reminds me a little bit of um, when Danny Rose said that he had dinner with Lamella once, and he said he asked him, "Do you think we're going to get top four? And then Lamella kind of like just looked at him in disgust. He's like, "Brother, we can win the league." <laughs> it's a bit. Like, it sounds a bit like that. So it's nice to have that mentality back again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, yeah, second half of the yeah. season. You've said title charge. Yeah. I think it's a great man definitely on. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of it's charges, coming. Richardson, player of the month charge. Here we go. Here we go. He's indeed. back. Yeah. Fabulous player of the month. Who knew pelvic surgery would be so. Freeing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a new man. And he. Uh, he looks like he's got his head. He looks like it. He's sorted. moving freely. You can see it. The way he strikes the ball. Like it's, it's not just him coming up with excuses. He looks like he can hit a ball properly again. Because it felt like for the longest time that he was just... It was just the weirdest technique that he had. It was like kind of purposely scuffing it. I understand yeah. now. There was nothing, yeah, there was nothing free about what he was trying to mm. do for, for a long... Well, for I don't know, the first year and a half of his time at... So they've got to move now. Yeah. Out, yeah. To, out to Johnson, back inside for a Charleston. It's nice, yeah. You're sort of seeing the the advantages of Johnson now. I mean, I really, sort of, I really like Yeah, it looks, he looks fabulous. But that, that goal in particular, it's just like uh, set, him, set him away and just put the ball on a plate and hopefully Richie, like, that's just a finish where hopefully he has uh, he has very little thinking to do. Yeah. Just nice and instinctive. That's the I think I think Richie. Just that's the thing. Really that it does it does look like that. He's quite not just physically free, but mentally free as well. Now that he's actually found some form. Yeah, just much more instinctive, and um, the, yeah, and he's scoring all different types of goals as well. He got a header at Forest as well, didn't he? The other yeah, the yeah. other week, which is he's obviously got that threat about him, and um, Spurs need need more goal threats now with mm. with Sonny off to uh, to the Asian Cup. Yeah, Son made some people a to start. Nice kind of almost kind of speech about. The need for other players to step up the way that he really did when Kane left. Mm. So, so yeah, I, if I do now. I, I think that people are looking at Richardson in a different way now. For sure, he's not seen as this kind of liability or, oh, for God's sake, Richardson starting. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's. Oh, you're thinking that? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's no. It's just wild that um, like the issue he had before was so obviously um, restrictive. And uh, it took it took quite a while for that decision to to come and mm. get him get him freed up a bit more. But um, I mean, considering he was he was out for what like three four weeks, and he's come back and he's like a complete new man. Yeah, it's um, it's 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 a wild top scoring Brazilian in the Premier League. <laughs> Double that than the other nine in North London. Very interesting. Yeah, but that guy like has admitted that he can't. <laughs> Finish that he can't score goals. One man gets scoring surgery, one man just admits I'm not very good at scoring goals. Actually. Yeah, they need to. It's very, it's very, it's very noticeable. It's, yeah, it's, it's a strange one. They need to bloody merge him and Nketiah together so maybe, maybe they Maybe Jay just needs scoring surgery. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe that's the key. But um, don't need to worry about those those Arsenal lads. They're, they're in the doldrums now mm. and they can uh, look forward to a little whipping from Liverpool and the Cup. Hopefully. Before uh, before Spurs overtake them, which I'm sure they will. <laughs> I'm sure they will because their their team is absolutely pretty big. Yeah, stop the count now. Okay. Speaking of players that are going to go away, Pat Matasar, but I signed a new contract. 
Thank God. 2030. 2030. That's a, like a, a big boy statement as well. Six years. Six years. That's a long time in football. Six years is a long time mm. in football. But it's uh, just rewards, isn't it? Hopefully he gets a big old... Well, I Completely. So I think, I he's, I think he's been one of the... I'd have to sit down and think about it. I think, but instinctively, I think he's been one of the top five performers this season. He's been consistently in the team. The team's been better. You can see it when he's in the team and when he comes mm. out of the team, what Spurs really miss. He's so... He's like the kind of engine, like the almost like a one-man engine because I think... He's not necessarily. He's not the six. He's not the guy who just sits there. But he just brings so much energy to the midfield. Like when I did the um, solo pod a few weeks ago, I did. Mm. I compared it a little bit to Dembele. Not in his. Like, I always say that you can't compare Dembele's technique and physicality. But just the way that when he was in the team, Spurs just operated so much smoother because everything was just made so much easier to get through mm. the midfield. And Saar has that similar quality where he just kind of he just. His legs are so long, like he's just he's able to win the ball back with like inceptions and tackles quite quickly and he he knows when to release the ball, he knows when to run with it, he knows when to pass it. And it's mind blowing to me that he barely got a look in last season. Yeah, well when Spurs were light in midfield. They yeah, they were. But um that, that fella had his had his favourites, I think. <laughs> um but now it's like uh, he, he isn't. He, when he does play, he's not hamstrung by being one of two central midfielders just playing it side to side. Mm. He's um, he's got he's got more of a license to get into the box like he did at the weekend and score goals. But yeah. um, I, don't, I I know I know uh, when they played Newcastle. Newcastle were pretty much out on their feet. Oh, he was so. Um, good. I wrote he was, the whole piece after that game. Just yeah, <laughs> so good about the care. Hundred mile an hour. Hundred mile an hour. Give me the keys. Give me the keys. Yeah, but like um, his his impact in in covering ground and winning the ball back in that game, I just thought was because I think he he'd just come back maybe from yeah he'd just come back from an injury as well, an like injury. a minor injury he had yeah, and it was um, that was after the run of losses I think the Spurs had yeah, just had yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Spurs really um, needed to win the Newcastle and, game, yeah right? and they needed like their their midfield was pretty much like. Not non-existent, but it was markedly weaker. Well, I think just Newcastle midfield is just really horrible. Like Gimaraish and Joe Linton, and like I don't want to say thugs. So That's quite derogatory. No, they are. You, nasty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nasty. Like just horrible players to play against. They do lots of fouls, lots of cynical fouls. They're very physical, and he just just got away from them. Really, just ran yeah. past them. He was he, he was genuinely just like too quick, too strong. Mm. They couldn't get anywhere near him, um, and. Uh, I, I mean, like Spurs have plenty of goal threats all over the place. It's it's really nice that he can charge forward and has the confidence to take one on from the edge of the box. Well, yeah, at the start of the season, I was getting annoyed by it because he kept lashing away. But I thought the Bournemouth goal, you kind of he kind of sets himself because he Bournemouth just keep backing off, backing off, and he waits for the right moment. And the strike is really clean, low across the floor, right into the corner. So it's like okay, maybe he's been working on it. Yeah, he sort of took it a bit wide. I thought, oh, this is a. I don't know if he's going to scuff this or not, but no, it's arrowed into the bottom corner. Yeah, very nice finish. Yeah, it's a massive um, boost that he's signed a yeah, signed contract. Yeah, but can play in a two or a three, so very versatile. Someone said that, I can't remember who said it to me, but it, they reminded him, he reminds them of, um, do you remember Ramirez at Chelsea? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like that, but obviously, Saar has a bit more length to him, which is <laughs> handy. He does, yeah. <laughs> more he just looks so much taller when he's running. Like, it's such a weird phenomenon. He's got a big uh, span, mm. his feet really take him take him up the pitch very very quickly yeah <laughs> but that's another shame hopefully he's not injured yeah. for too long and if well, he's uh, going, he's, he is going to AFCON he is he's, he's flying out there so he should be he okay, should be then. fine then yeah 
just but, praying for early elimination. It's <laughs> <laughs> so horrible. <laughs> but um, yeah, at least they've only got the they've only got the FA Cup game, and then it's a another week until Man United, isn't it? Yeah. So we'll see how many they. And I think Benzikov being back just it's a big load off mine. It is, yeah, because he he like. I know he's not played too much, but he, he quite clearly fits. I tell you, the 30 minutes where Bentico and Sarfai played together, what a 30 minutes oh, that was. Oh, man, it's going to be... I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be wonderful. Bentenker, Basuma, Madison. It, 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 doesn't, it makes me think now that... Cause I, I shot someone down on Twitter for saying Van der Ven could come straight back in for United. Now I think that it's, that's something that's on the cards. If he's, if Postacolos is throwing back in when he needs them. Now yeah. I actually think that he might even play with Burnley. I have to wait and see what he says at the press conference, but... Yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, Bentancur was even on the bench against Brighton, and then just came in for sixty minutes against Bournemouth, and he looked quite sharp. To be fair, like it w- you wouldn't really have noticed that there was a guy just back from injury. I thought the problem was he would get the ball, he'd give it to someone else, and they would lose the ball immediately, and he's kind of on the back foot. Mm. Um, but I thought he looked physically good. Yeah, so I suppose what you don't really want, is, yeah, you don't want him just giving the ball and then only working in recovery, mm. you know, because otherwise that's going to get him injured again. Not handy. Not handy. Mm. No, not handy at all. Um, Closer to a transfer, sounds like, as well. Yeah. Radu Dragushin. Ah, yes. Dragushin. You know much about him? Genoa fella, right? Um, I can pretend to for the the purpose of... Yeah, I watch Italian football. I watch so much. Um, No, I mean, like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm... I'm sort of getting happier when they when they start targeting fellas from Serie A because <laughs> it's it's quite a good success rate that they've had. It's quite, I think, the uh, only whoever's pulling the strings yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee, I wonder who that is. Uh, I do. It's so strange though because I feel like this might just be me being a bit stereotypical. It, it does feel like players who go from Serie A to the Premier League just often don't adapt. Mm. But Tottenham have pretty much hit every single one that's come in the last few years. Yeah, I mean, like you don't want to be going and picking up a five foot five uh, little winger, I suppose, like from Serie with no pace, with, with no pace, no explosive. Yeah, yeah, just like languid attackers. You don't want any of that. You want the the big strong lads. And um, you know, just seeing his Romanian and getting flashbacks to <laughs> <laughs> Vlad Kirakesh. Someone posted um, the the clip of him doing it. You know, when he flicks the ball over the, the attacker's head in his, mm-hmm. his debut in the Europa League. And I remember. Watching that when I was like 16, 17, just being like, oh, this guy's going to be the best player in the he world. He is mustard. I was so convinced. <laughs> I was like, oh, this guy's got it. He's a maverick. He is a maverick. I, I've liked the clips that I've seen, but obviously you can make anyone look good in clips. I'm sure I look good in clips. No, I, no, you do look but, good in clips. But, um, <laughs> but clearly, if this is someone that they've been looking at, if this is someone that Poster is going to sign off on, then it, it suggests that you're someone who's ready to come in straight away and play yeah I mean it's I mean just I'm looking at his season stats here and it looks like it's essentially his first like full season as a, a first team starter he's only 21 years old so I suppose that's a, a little bit of not worry but you know he's he's very he looks very green four games yeah it's one of those things where we talked about before where Spurs needs to they have to take more risky signings mm. because the other defender that Spurs wanted is Tadebo from Nice who if I imagine he would be third choice if everyone was fully fit but he's good enough to be first choice at a lot of other clubs at a similar level so the Spurs play, pay a premium to go and get him mm. and then just not have him available not 
it's not available and just he doesn't get into the strongest team I don't think it's worth that money mm-hmm. uh, sounds like 25 mil for Dragosin might be enough so yeah you know what a nice price to pay for a backup centre back yeah in market and Spurs need to go out and buy yeah and if he depth no, no, if, he, <laughs> if, he, if he's good on the ball if he's not if he's not like kind of got cinder blocks for feet mm. that is fine yeah I, I can live with that at least you're still young yeah Spurs are not a, um, they can't be turning down centre backs this market I don't think mm. just hopefully get the right one don't don't do anything panicky but it looks like this one I don't know from what I was looking at yesterday people were getting very excited and thinking ooh this is going to be wrapped up very quickly <laughs> uh, didn't quite it's a bit, it's a bit, it's, doesn't always happen it feels like, like yeah there's <laughs> some complexities in the deal I don't mm. know Italian clubs are just weird sometimes Napoli are the worst for it like the Mad President De Laurentiis. There's always yeah. so many different clauses in Napoli contracts that it's so hard to buy them. <laughs> it's so hard to negotiate with them because it's like, okay, you got this clause, this clause, this clause. It's like, what are you talking about? And that takes Contract it to law? 100 billion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it sounds fair. Yeah, but yeah. But um, yeah, is that is so? It's Tobedo. If um, Tobedo, that's Tobedo. Tobedo. <laughs> that's like it's one of those that I always get. The, the characters the wrong way around you're thinking of libido libido <laughs> <laughs> my head's in the gut that's <laughs> terrible absolutely terrible um, but yeah that, that'd be nice if uh, if it stops us watching um, Emerson Royale well yeah it was getting bad enough with Emerson where I was like you know I wouldn't mind dire here <laughs> I'm not Which sure if I was quite there but, um, but well, I've got, got back there because then dire came on and Spurs conceded <laughs> I'm not saying that was his Should've fault laughed. but I think that I think the what was the stat? It was like his record being on the pitch this season. I think Spurs have scored one and conceded nine or something like that. It was just like it's not necessarily all his fault, but I just refuse to believe that that's a coincidence as well. Yeah, it's, I know the sample size is small, but when it's that staggering, when it's that small, I think there's probably something to take away from there. But yeah, whatever. Yeah, one hundred percent. But um, he's he's a fellow who'll be probably on his way in Jan. I would imagine, alongside a few other, not whoppers, but similar. I know what you mean. You know what I mean. Yeah, whoppers. I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I said what I you said. said. You did. Yeah. <laughs> you can't I take it back now. I said what I said. Okay, let's move on to Burnley and the FA Cup on Friday. A game that I'm going to as a fan for once. Mm, yeah, first, you said first, that this morning. Yeah, first time in two and a bit years, I think. What was the last one? Uh, Norwich at home. One of the first games under Conte. Well, I think Norwich actually had more possession, and that probably should have been a warning sign. <laughs> <laughs> it was first one three 0 but uh, Norwich had a couple of good chances and just had more of the ball. But Spurs, just you were getting the Antonio the chance going. I don't think I was. I think that might have been. I think <laughs> Lucas Moura scored a good, good goal, and he's like, ah, that's why you always stick by him because. I said before, my dad's the president of the Lucas Moura fan. <laughs> I was like, oh, for God's sake. Uh, Yo, he'd be dancing for hours. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going with my cousin. Uh, I've got to win this bloody cup. Are you worried? Yeah. Are you worried that it might be a, uh, a completely different 11 as we saw? I don't think we've got enough players to do that. To yeah, no, it's just um, true. But you're not you're not scared of a, a hill. I'm a little a little a little uh, bit. A little. I, think, I think Valise came up when he came off the other day. He had, he left with a boot and crutches, so I don't think no. he's going to play. Well, I, I would like to see more of him, but mm? I think he'll be ruled out. But I do. I for the most part, I want to see this as strong as possible, especially since Spurs aren't playing until next Sunday. After that, I believe United game. United 
don't play until Monday, I think, mm-hmm. when they play Wigan. Yeah. So I think Spurs have to play the strongest possible team, get to the next round. They have to try and win this cup. There's no, could have, so Postecoglou's excuse for rotating everyone against Fulham was, I need to know more about my players. This was a perfect time to do it. I understand that. I stand by. He was right to do that. I don't care about the League Cup that much. This is different because Spurs haven't played two games a week all season. At some point, you have to start getting used to it again. I know we said about the physical thing. It's not going to be prime and peak until next season, but this is just football. You need to. You can play in the league and the cup. It's a bonus for us this season that there's no Europe. Win the, win the bloody cup for God's sake! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the six months into it now, so just, it'll just make the, the, the first season. It'll just kind of like it would bookend such a memorable season. I don't. Yeah. I don't need to say how much Spurs should win a cup, but there's there's a lot of. Throwing More your, positive reasons. Throwing your pen down in disgust there. Win the bloody cup. Pissed off. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's best just... Try and win it. Just get through this round and then, what, the next one's not until... End l- of the end, month. End of the month or February, so hopefully oh, just get everyone what back it, in there. Oh, what if it goes to replay? Oh, God. Oh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be nice. No, it wouldn't. More games to watch, more... Actually, actual. I remember, we play, so Spurs played um, at Burnley in the FA Cup in Pochettino's first season as well. First leg, was, uh, not first leg. Yeah, yeah it was like four. Yeah. Well, we, we, we drew away at Turf Moor first in a game that I think on the Wednesday debut or something, that was like the highlight of it. Huh. And then, because it, it was like some reason it was on a Monday night, but it wasn't live, so no one anywhere in the world could find it. Oh, one of those. Yeah. Um, but I, went, I did go to the replay, and I think I'm sat in a similar seat uh, for Friday, both in the uh, Paxton Lower. So it'd be nice to see the differences. Between that now and then, Mine but yeah, it was four two. It was a really good game. Burnley went two and up early on, and memorable comeback with Soldado and Capu and Paulinho. What what great players they were, by the way. Yeah, it was a real <laughs> hodgepodge of players. Wow. Yeah, all the summer signings. Scoring. And then Spurs went out the next round anyway. There's no way now. Yeah, um, Spurs haven't reached a semi final in the cup for a while now. Or in how the much the final in our lifetime? Oh, yeah. Which is unbelievable. You think of the teams it's that really have good chance. Just because of the final, let alone won it. Obviously, the teams that won it, you're looking at Portsmouth, Wigan, and just like yeah, the final teams. Yeah. But what's nice here is that, you know, it is the yeah, FA Cup, straight knockout. Spurs have a team when they're starting. Should be fresher. Set, which should be, yeah, should be fresher, but it's one that can, that we've seen already, can give any team yeah. a, a, a really good, a really good match, and they can beat them. And like we just get a little bit, nice little Manchester United League Cup run to the final or something like that. You know, <laughs> I was looking at that yesterday. Just, I was writing a piece about Man United, and I was looking at the cup runs. I was just like, "Are you serious?" Every single time was like at home to a team that was just nowhere near their level. It's yeah, like it every time. You, are you kidding played, me? No wonder they got yeah. to two finals. They played Charlton like five times in the League Cup. It was only Charlton. Charlton went out three rounds ago. How they played them again? This is favoritism. I'm not saying the draw rigged or the, like, the, you know, the balls are different temperatures but I think when you get Charlton three rounds in a row that's quite something's not quite right yeah it was just I think I thought when you lose you go out you know that's yeah. just how it works but you know <laughs> it's really um, but yeah we're in agreement we'd play strong play pretty strong t- I think you got a, yeah as, as strong as Poss maybe um, a few chances for some fringe attackers I don't know but um, I mean it'll, it'll be enforced anyway that we've got would you play Brian Hill no. Did, did, did you see? Did you see the chance thing where he missed? I saw he hit, yeah, I saw you hit the. He's, bar. Got, he's gone down to stoop the head and it's gone all the way up and it's hit the bar and I'm just sitting on my seat like, how the hell is that? Yeah, have you done that, lad? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know if he works out. 
but I'm pretty sure I've said this before. I've said this before. And you've said this before. We've said so this we, before. Yeah. He's just somebody who's sort of... Nice player, but for some way... No, I had a really... Spain. Yeah, I had a rogue thought the other day that was just sort of like, um, you know, sometimes transfer policies just seem a bit confused. And like, they had um, they had that wee man, Jack Clark. I'm not saying he's going to be a bloody world beater. But <laughs> probably went, probably went, more useful to Spurs right now than Yeah, exactly. Like, he would have he been a homegrown lad. You think, about, well. you think about the kind of the belated love for Paratici and those transfers that he's been involved in. That Hill one is so strange. Yeah. In hindsight, I think that might have been one of his first, but I think it was around the same time as Saar. And we understand now why Saar came in, because clearly the potential was there. But that Hill one, I think it was... Because Conte made a point when he first came as well. He really... He didn't like, explicitly say it, but he did say, they'll play a side that I'm not suited to this league. And I think everyone knew he meant Hill. And I don't think... You have to be either really good or really quick to get away with being that small mm. in that position. It's just... It's so hard. Yeah, it's. I feel a bit harsh for saying it, but yeah, I don't think he's got enough physicality or, or pace. And you know what? Like, yeah, and they have to be really technically advanced if they are that. And he's that. nice, but not. He's not like. But he's not a world beater. No, you have to. Needs a fair bit top, of open top space tier level yeah. to get there, um, which is a shame. But um, they'll, they'll move on from him at some point. Yeah. And Europa League winner, he'd be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You the guy who was, he was traded for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a oh, it's huge L, that one. But, nah, Great it is job. what it is. Yeah. Have so, they'll have so much wing depth when everyone's fit again anyway, so... It's just, this guy's a few forgot, like, forgot Solomon existed, forgot Perisic was still here, technically. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Perisic is going to be off in the summer, I'm sure. I know he's a good, good pro, to, but he's... Back to Hajduk. Back to Hajduk, probably, yeah. He's an old fella, and... He's just coming into it. Those crosses, those corners. He was really good. Yeah, Both man. Feet. So that was a rough one, just a, a training injury. But um, yeah, complex ACL injury in training. Complex. What are they doing? These in things training? are very what are they complex. Doing in training? These things what are very complex. Mean? They're just absolutely bashing into each other. Yeah. Nah, but things will be a better injury front next year, like you said. Good I'm things sure. in the post. Good things are always in the post um, when the postman is delivering. Postwoman. You've been watching the Post Office TV show recently. <laughs> the Post Office TV show. Have you show? seen it? Mr. Is it Mr. Bates or something? How like have that? I missed this? It's about uh, all this fraud that the postmasters, um, the computer system was wrongly saying that they took out loads of money, thousands of pounds, when they didn't, and they Bloody some hell. people got like arrested and sent to jail for it, even though they'd done nothing wrong. Holy crap! Y two K. Basically, basically, yeah. it's basically that. But they're saying, "Oh, actually, no, you owe us like thirty thousand pounds." Like, I haven't got thirty thousand pounds from yeah. where. So, well, that, you took that's it. Not, that's not. That's not a post. Hopefully, they just put it in an offshore account. I reckon. Hanging out stock. So he all comes back to Spurs. In a way that everything can have a Simpsons quote. Everything can come back to Spurs somehow. The world revolves around. It Spurs. does actually. So, so yeah. Okay, I'll wrap it up there. Alright, thank you for listening everyone. Uh, if you haven't left a rating and review yet, please do, it helps us a lot. And we'll see you post the fake up. Watching Tottenham on a Tuesday night. You play Thursday cause you're